Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. My friends, we really messed things up long ago. Yes, we made a mess of things. Keep in mind that God, he created everything good. There was no death and there was no shame. There was no blaming, no natural disasters in this world. It was all perfect. It was all good. However, after the temptation of the evil one in that Garden of Eden, well, we humans were the ones that gave into that deception and opened the door to this great corruption of sin. God cannot be blamed for it, for the blame falls solely on us. And this sin, well, this sin, it is a disease that permeates our whole being, as you and I already know, at every level of society, sin, it wreaks havoc. Sin has corrupted our relationships, our jobs, and those in leadership. Sin, while it has poisoned our bodies and our minds and our souls, bringing forth death in ourselves. It has even affected the creation of this world. No wonder why we all groan in this life. We all sigh, that deep sigh that deep side with creation due to the effects of sin upon everything we can see and touch and feel and think about. Now, if we were to compare this life to an illustration, perhaps we could use the illustration of a sinking ship with precious cargo. The ship is leaking, the engine will not start, the rudder is actually not able to be turned, and that steering wheel, it doesn't work either. And the sails, while well, the sails are ripped, it is a disaster. It is an absolute disaster. It is treacherous. It is a hopeless situation. When one hole in the ship gets fixed, another hole springs a leak. As soon as one of the sails is sewn, well, another one rips. When the engine is working, the rudder does not turn. And when the rudder turns, well, the engine, it just doesn't work. Now, considering this dilemma, considering this dilemma, we have to conclude that there's only one solution, and that is to get the precious cargo off of the ship. That is to say, the ship is really, it's too far gone, which means that the only solution is for another boat to come and rescue that precious cargo off of that sinking ship. And the sinking ship well, let it sink. Let it sink. Let it break apart into a thousand pieces in the water. As long as the precious cargo is evacuated off of that sinking ship, who cares about that ship? It doesn't matter. It can sink to the depths of the sea, into the abyss. 
Now, dear friends, the reason for using this illustration this Christmas Eve is not to entertain you or keep your attention, but to make a comparison and then ask a very profound and important question. First, the comparison. You see, you and I, we believe and teach and confess that the story of Christmas is about Jesus coming to humanity because everyone and everything is sinking in sin. Like that second boat that came to the rescue of that sinking ship, Jesus came that Christmas long ago to rescue humanity because of that problem of sin. And now for the question. Was the purpose, get this, was the purpose of Jesus' coming, the purpose of Jesus' coming to rescue your souls out of the sinking world unto himself? In other words, does Jesus look at creation and at your dying bodies and see it like a sinking ship while saying something to himself like this, well, it is time to evacuate the ship of this precious cargo. I will go and rescue some souls and let everything else sink into that abyss. Dear friends, be careful not to let this brush over you this day. This is not some small theological point. This is not an unnecessary intellectual distinction. We must be very alert and attentive right now. You see, if the Lord considered this created world and your bodies as a disastrous and treacherous sinking ship beyond hope, well, get this, Jesus would not have had to come and put on human flesh. Christmas wouldn't have been unnecessary. In other words, if Jesus only wanted to rescue the precious cargo of your souls from dying bodies in a decaying world, he perhaps could have done this without being born in Bethlehem. He perhaps could have just pulled your souls right out of your bodies into heaven with a simple command and let the rest of creation and your bodies sink. But this is not how it works. This is not how it is, dear friends. You see, Christianity is not some evacuation from this world to some mystical fantasy place. The purpose of Jesus' coming was not to pull us out of our dying bodies and pull us out of the sin-sick world. It was for Jesus to come from heaven above to redeem. Get this, to redeem everything. It is and always has been about heaven coming to earth and that is why Jesus needed to put on human flesh. Remember, your bodies, this created world, they matter to the Lord. That Christmas long ago, when Jesus took on human flesh and blood in the womb of Mary, he did so to come and be in this sinking, disastrous world of sin. He was not, he was not, to, he was not content to let it all sink He was not content to let you sink into the abyss of hell as well. And so he needed to put on flesh and blood so that he could walk in our midst 
as fully God and fully man. Using our illustration, Jesus needed to come aboard the sinking ship and place himself right in the middle of the treachery and disaster and hopelessness to place himself right in the midst of it all. What this means is that Christmas is all about our Lord Jesus Christ not, I repeat, not being content to leave humanity sinking in sin. Our Lord Jesus Christ did not look down on our sin-sinking world with apathy and saying, oh, that is just too bad. I sure hope they can get out of that predicament. But instead, Christ came. He came to you. He came to me. He came to humanity. And he put on human flesh to experience our misery and helplessness himself. The Lord Jesus Christ, he, he neither flinched nor turned his head away from humanity and this sin-sinking world, but he dove right into the midst of it by being born to that Virgin Mary and being laid in that manger. He put himself right into harm's way and he did it for you. He did it for you. And as God in the flesh Jesus does only what Jesus can do, which is to redeem all things, all things infected by sin, not with gold or silver, but with his precious and powerful blood on that cross. He redeemed you. He redeemed all of you. He redeemed your soul and your body. And so Christmas, my friends, not only grants you assurance in the present because Jesus put on flesh to be among us, but it also gives you hope, get this, for the future. You see, that same flesh and blood that was born in Bethlehem and died on Calvary's cross was also resurrected from the grave and is seated at the right hand of the Father from which he will come again bodily to resurrect each and every one of you. And because the first coming of Jesus at Christmas and his second coming in glory are never that far apart, you must know that you will be given renewed bodies too, just like Jesus. And there is more. When Jesus comes back a second time, all of creation, yes, Everything we can see and touch and feel, all of creation will be made right. It will be made right. You see, for Jesus does not evacuate us from creation and our bodies that we have messed up with sin, but he redeems creation and our bodies. He redeems it all to give it back to you and me. The ship will no longer leak. The engine will start. The rudder will steer. And the sail will blow with precious cargo because Jesus did not come to take you off of the ship, but he came to redeem all things and make all things new. He came to redeem all things so that he could give all things back to you as gift, indeed as gift. This is Christmas. This is the hope and the glory of Christmas. 
that Christ comes to us to redeem us and this entire world. God be praised. God be praised indeed. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.